Here the old gods are dead. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I swear there used to be no countdown, and then I swear there was a three-second countdown. Hello, welcome back to the Creepy Wee Podcast after Christmas. <laughs> we're complaining about how Podcastle, is it? Yeah, we're putting them on blast. Uh, it has a countdown before you record. Yeah, yada yada. I'm Liam. That's Becca. Blah 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 blah. How was your Christmas? <laughs> yeah, we we took a long break, but know that you need to ken the logistics of how this podcast work but me and liam realized that we could actually record the podcast <laughs> early and then release it a few days later so we are the absolute stressing and killing ourselves so if you're like you guys are really bad at bringing out podcasts that should be fixed no but they hold us to that don't, we didn't get, don't hold us to it <laughs> like thankfully this is not our job <laughs> the most in advance we've ever recorded is two days I'm not kidding two days is the most we have ever had we'll record on a Monday and I'll be like we really have got it together <laughs> <laughs> wow this is the life this is the life I don't have to stay up until 2am <laughs> so if you are listening to this episode and any episode after this and you're like wow these guys are talking about something that happened like maybe a week ago that's not that's relevant why. anymore. That'll be why. Speaking of a week ago, we did 2023 predictions. We wrote them before the new year. I want to say that because one of mine was like two days after I wrote it. I was like, <laughs> because like it started happening. But yeah, well, one of mine's because I, I wrote these on December 23rd. And the first one that I had was Andrew Tate cancelled and gay sex tape leak. <laughs> So for those not in the know and for those who have healthy brains and mental health and are not like terminally online, Andrew Tate is like this horrible person. He's kind of like, he thinks he's like some kind of alpha man and he spreads loads of misogynistic stuff. But like his whole thing's like being like the provider and stuff like that. He's an MMA fighter and like fake businessman. very like protruded, slopey forehead. Yeah, and he has a walk. Gay. <laughs> well, you said it. <laughs> I was like, can I say this? <laughs> he has a little sissy in his walk. That that I, must be said. 
I thought some kind of sex tape was going to leak for this man and that was going to be his downfall. Turns out he got in a Twitter beef with Greta Thunberg. <laughs> and then posted the corniest posted the corniest video of like three minutes long of him dissing her with pizza in it. And the pizza boxes were for a Romanian pizza company. And people were like, oh, he's in Romania. So the Romanian police found him and arrested him for like human trafficking. Yeah, the Romanian police something. were like, we needed to confirm that you were in this country because we want you for sex trafficking charges and to interview you and to arrest you basically and that is exactly how he got arrested and again this is like old news now but I was like wow I was way off (laughs) (laughs) I mean kind of cancelled he's in prison great day for everyone who hates okay so mine was like psychic so I said Jeffree Star will make a very big, very brief comeback and then will be cancelled for the final time, but the repercussions from his comeback will unleash greater evils from Pandora's box of internet celebrities. And then two days later he was back on Twitter saying that he got kidnapped by the Illuminati. Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> the way that Jeffree Star was like relevant in like 2016, 2017 and then coming back for relevance by speaking about the Illuminati. <laughs> Illuminati's old hat. That is so funny. <laughs> Do you think like Hollywood Illuminati exists? Like the list obviously exists, like of actors who are employable. Yes, but I also think that like the Illuminati kind of and the Illuminati kind of conspiracy conspiracy theories and stuff like that is a very much alt right anti-Semitic pipeline. Like it would not shock it me. Is. Actually, in the tweet, Jeffrey Star was saying that it's the same thing. Kanye West has been like shunned by the Illuminati, and that's why his career's ending and I was like his career's on the downturn because he's been anti-Semitic so yeah. like Jeffrey Star bringing that up I'm like are you one of them he's a freak <laughs> <laughs> my next prediction is a bit more fun so Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn split up she immediately dates Pete Davidson <laughs> <laughs> I, if her and Joe Alwyn break up I like that's a high possibility that's believable <laughs> I see that. Okay, so my next one is gay people will quit iced coffee and embrace the Americano. They'll think it's for like this ironic tradcath development. Um, but it's actually because like a popular tweeter will be strongly affected by the cost of living crisis. Are we saying Americano or are we saying espresso? Americano. Just uh-huh. a black coffee. I drink black coffee all the time and my teeth hate me for it. Yeah, me too. I drank a really strong black coffee earlier and I was like, why do I do this? I know, but then like half an hour later, you're like, and one, two, step, ball, change, kick. Uh, <laughs> it just, it changes your outlook on life. I don't know. But I think, I think gay people are going to abandon the iced coffee. I think a lot of things are going to go that way. Like after the recession in 2009, when everybody turned to like hipsterism and like thrifting clothes and stuff, I think we're really gone into like an era, a yeah. charity shop shop, um, personal style, r- removing milk for your coffee just to save a bit of money, but acting like it's some kind of serve. I think we're gone doing that route. I think you're right, actually. That's quite a good one. Thank you. I'm Mine's is in the pop culture vein again, wait, Harry Styles is in another shockingly diabolical film role that he doesn't deserve. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously I went to see Don't Worry Darling and Florence Pugh's in it and everybody else who's in it is really good so it was an enjoyable film so you could kind of, you could ignore Harry Styles for a majority of it but Mm -hmm. I've been watching 
obsessively no seen the film though, but we obsessively been watching clips for that film that he was in called My Policeman. My Policeman. Bad. God. He should oh not be he should not be the main actor I have in any seen I have only seen clips and I'm like, Y'all live like this. <laughs> like what? <laughs> um Okay, I'll quick fire the rest of mine. Grimes next relationship with a Kushner. Azalea Barks will release the best album under her new label and many will forgive her. Not the Irish, though. And then my final one being Becca will announce for the last time she has quit vaping in March on the back of um, a January announcement of it being her New Year's resolution. She will also continue to vape in secret like Margot Tenenbaum until late June slash early July when she will actually quit for the rest of her life. Not by choice, but she'll lose her vape again and take it as a sign. Your prediction's probably right. (laughs) So this episode's going to be a bit selkies. We'll take a wee break and then we'll get into that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Selkies are mythological beings capable of shape-shifting, changing from seal to human form by shedding their skin. Selkie is the Orcadian dialect word for seal. So seals or selkies are a very common sight across Orkney because obviously it's an island in the north of Scotland. They're often seen by the shore, some watching inquisitively with human-like eyes. They do, you can see the whites of the eyes and they look fucking suspicious. In Orkney lore though, selkie is said to signify various seals that are bigger than your standard grey seal. So you've got the wee 
grey seals and then these bigger ones not just like bigger as in round but like bigger as in they're much longer they're actually massive and these ones are the ones that are typically said to be selkies these types of seals include the greenland seal also known as the harp seal and the crested seal also known as the hooded seal hooded seal might come into play a wee bit it isn't really said anywhere how selkies take their skin off in order to become human or put their skin back on in order to become a seal again i actually voice noted liam earlier and i was like how do you think they do it do you think they like slip into something more comfortable do you think they like roll their skin down and become human or is it like a kind of hood situation where they're taking a taking their hood off no, I think it's like a Slovene-like mechanism, like Doctor Who. Like, they reach behind them and there's no zip that you can see, but then it's like, oh, a glamorous woman <laughs> is underneath. <laughs> the Selkies put the seal on top, not the human, right? Yeah, human is underneath, and then they put the seal on. Kiss from a rose, they put seal on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was such a good joke. <laughs> Um, so this kind of like thing where it's like bigger seals that are selkies is similar to a Shetland tradition where bigger seals are mermaids these things are called half fish unlike the Orcadian creatures the finfolk who are malicious creatures that swim up for the depths of the sea or are said to row in boats in the surf to hunt men Selkies are regarded typically as gentle creatures with the ability to transform from seals into beautiful humans. Kind of similar to that like story that we told in our Kelpies episode where there's like a sexy Kelpie man. It's kind of the same for Selkies. There's majority of them are women, but sometimes you do get a sexy guy. So there are obviously many stories about Selkies spanning multiple different cultures of like similar things worldwide um and within scotland in particular there's sort of like no real agreement of how often the selkies can transform like there's like a common saying that they transform like once a year like they can shed their skin once a year which i think is like if they're doing it like a snake then that's believable but they get back in the same skin so like i don't know i don't know how much i support that this that kind of hangs like a, a stereotype throughout folklore though it's kind of like werewolves on the full moon yeah but there's also like every ninth night which is weirder or every seventh stream and there's actually a movie called seventh stream or something that i think is like a, an irish sort of movie which i'm assuming alludes to selkies maybe if we watch that film we'll figure out what that fucking means but i was like <laughs> seventh stream you say i don't know how that is a quantifiable amount of time but go off <laughs> regardless of how often they're able to transform the folklore tells us that once in human form the selkie folk like to frolic and dance like on sort of like deserted beaches as it were so typically in stories it'll be that a fisherman sees a maiden dancing by the sea and he creeps up on them and carries away the hide of one of their skins like one of their seal skins mm -hmm. and then all of the other ones go like oh shit, and it's like, fuck, 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 get the skin, get the skin, get the skin, and then they just leg it back into the ocean to get away from the human, so they don't like humans. And then the one that he got the hide of is left behind, and she's like, please give me my hide back, I want to leave, and he's like, marry me. And she's like, no, 
and he's like, oh, Marry hate me. this. Yeah. And then eventually she's like, okay, I guess, because I, I can't go anywhere now. So then after being worn down, she agrees into the marriage. But usually in the stories, eventually she'll like stumble upon her hide somewhere in the house and then like leg it back into the ocean, which I love. Like, be free. <laughs> She's on her Beth March, I want to see the sea bullshit. <laughs> but there's often like also parts of the tales that say like the Selkies come back and like give medical knowledge to any children they have with the, with the husband. They don't see the man, they just see their kids. And often the kids Good. will have like traits of like aquatic life, like webbed fingers, as it were, or webbed toes. So I pose the question, is Michael Phelps the child of a Selkie? Because he has webbed toes. Oh, yeah. And he's got like really high lung capacity, doesn't he? Yeah. Michael Phelps. Selkie. Michael Selks. <laughs> So there are theories as to why these sort of stories come into place. And one of them would be before the advent of like modern medicine. People weren't well adapted to like treat physical abnormalities or like be aware of them. So like children having like webbed fingers and like this sort of stuff cause like places like Orkney, not a very diverse population. So physical mutations sort of are more likely to occur due to like incest. There's no way to sugarcoat it like that. It's just a statistical yeah. thing that wouldn't be more likely to happen then in the day. The royal family can attest to this to the day. Um, <laughs> Pats um, jaws, etc. Yeah. So like if they had like webbed fingers, maybe they were like, Oh, it must be a, a Selkie child. It's a child of a Selkie. <laughs> but gone off of what you've just spoke about, Liam, I've actually got a story, a documented account by an Orkney antiquarian and folklorist, Walter Trail Dennison, towards the end of the 19th century in a paper. He recounts the semi-mythical tale of an Orcadian woman who, after lying with a Selkie man, falls pregnant and has children with distinct traits. Denison has changed the name of the woman so as not to bring shame on her family and embarrass her descendants. His words, not mine. I would have put her on uh, last. <laughs> I'm choosing to read this exactly as Denison wrote it because it's kind of like a fun fairy tale kind of way that he's wrote it. So he's changed the name to Ursula for added whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> so... Ursula was the daughter of a laird belonging to one of the oldest families in Orkney. She was handsome and pretty, but had a sternness of manner and the firmness of features which often present a masculine exterior in families of Norse blood and often hides as a film of ice, a loving heart within. Really Whoa. slagged an error there. You said <laughs> she has a nice personality though. <laughs> well, Ursula was not one to wait patiently till someone turned up to offer himself as her husband. Indeed, had anyone presumed to approach her as a lover, she would have treated him with haughty disdain, regarding his bold presumption as sufficient grounds for rejection. She was determined not to be chosen, but to choose for herself. Fierce. Her choice fell on a young handsome man who acted as her father's barn man. But she knew that any disclosure of her passion would mortally offend her old father and would bitterly mortify his family pride and might lead him to disinherit her. So she locked up her love in her heart, 
kept a watchful eye on the object of her love and treated him to a full share of scoldings as she did <laughs> daily bestow on the servants. It's kind of reminding me of the Princess Bride a wee yeah, bit. It is actually uh, giving. <laughs> I am thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> when, however, her father died and her dowry was safe, she disclosed her passion to the young man and commanded him to marry her. Not her waiting for the second her dad's dead to say let's get fucking like what yeah like literally when charles waited for diana to die to marry camilla <laughs> he didn't anyway. wait he made it happen but... um so she commands the guy to marry her a command which he is too gallant to disobey yeah. and probably shit feared ursula sounds fucking terrifying her marriage excited amongst the gentry great indignation to think that one of their class should marry a farm servant. Ursula treated their contempt with indifference. She made a good housewife, managed her house well, and also, it was said, managed her husband and the farm. Okay, <laughs> girl boss. So, at this point in the story, Denison went to great pains to remind his readers that the information that he had provided so far was valid, but which followed was merely, quote, an imaginary tale invented by gossips in order to account for a strange phenomenon visibly seen on her descendants. So this part that's coming up, according to Denison, is fictionalised to explain the webbed hands and feet that Ursula's descendants had. So... Where is this? Is this in Orkney? Yeah. So, So, like... Orkney with a very small population and then um, this man said I've concealed her name so that her descendants don't get embarrassed and then everyone's like, gonna fucking see, know you see someone with webbed hands and you're like oh that's better her <laughs> <laughs> so the tale he states is only given to illustrate one of the popular beliefs so the story continues yes ursula was married and all went well and happily so far as outward appearances showed yet ursula was not happy (gasps) if disappointed in her husband she was far too proud to acknowledge it knowing that the gentry would only say in her derision told you so quote this is brilliant she shaped her own cloth let her wear her ill-fitting dress you've made your bed fucking lie in it love it love it that's a good way to say made your bed fucking lie in it so wow whatever the cause might be there was a terrible want a want that ursula felt bitterly can we guess what her husband isn't giving her head Oh. Yeah, they're like literally no sleeping together. That's the issue. As she was not the woman to sit down and cry over her sorrow, she determined to console herself by having intercourse with one of the Selkie folk. This was written in 1890, some pretty raunchy stuff. No, because when you started reading it, the first couple of sentences, I was like, ooh. <laughs> I didn't know it was like a Fabio novel or something. Like, what? <laughs> it's given Lady Charlie's lover, except it's way a fucking seal. <laughs> um, so she went at early morning and sat on a rock at high tide mark. And when it was high tide, she shed seven tears into the sea. People said that they were the only tears that she ever shed in her entire life. But you know, this is what one must do if she wants to speak with Selkie folk. You've got to cry and they'll come to you, apparently, according to Denison. Well, I've never seen them. Have you cried into the ocean? Yes. 
I think it's very funny to do. I have cried at the Keswick viewpoint in Inverness. I'm not lying. I'm thinking of that cow meme where the cow's just in the sort of like looking into the water. I'm posting that. Um, so you think I look like a cow? Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so she cries the only tears that she's ever shed in her life so she can get some silky dick. Anyway, Denison continues. Well, as the first glimpse of dawn made the waters grey, she saw a big selkie swimming for the rock. He raised his head and says to her, in full seal form, what's your will with me, fair lady? She likely told him what was in her mind, and he told her that he would visit her at the seventh stream, which is spring tide, it's here in the notes. All right, okay, good. <laughs> For that was the time he would come in human form. So when the time was come, he came, wink wink, and they met <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> and doubtless. How many times did they meet? <laughs> it was no, not for good that they met so often. Anyway, when Ursula's bairns were born, every one of them had webbed hands and webbed feet, like the paws of a selkie. The midwife clipped the webs between their fingers and between every toe for each bairn. And many a clipping Ursula clipped to keep the fins from growing together again, and the fins not being allowed to grow in their natural way grew into a horny crust on the palms of the hands and the soles of the feet. And Ew. this horny substance, as is seen, is seen in many of Ursula's descendants to this day. Whatever may be thought of this tale, its last sentence is quite true. The horn still appears on feet and hands of some of the lady's descendants. One, two, or three in a family may show the abnormal horny substance, whilst brothers <laughs> and sisters are entirely free from the troublesome horn. <laughs> Stop. Denison <laughs> put no real faith in the folklore origin of this crust found on the hands and feet of some of Ursula's descendants. The condition at least was verified. He continues. Some ten years ago, whilst engaging at harvest hand, I said to one of these men, of course you can do all kinds of harvest work. And the farmhand goes, oh, Nasser, it's no use to tell a lie about it. I can't bind the sheaf with this plagued horn in my hands. So he says that like the webbing between his hands makes it difficult for him to tie together like barley sheaf. Like he cut, yeah, he's no like able to do some certain things. Oh. Denison continues. Another of the same family told me that when through the growth of the horn, he was unable to walk or work. He would, with hammer and chisel, cut off large slices from the soles of his feet. Like a horse. Yeah, like a horse. So it's like. So it's like a nail. Apparently when um, Ursula like clipped the skin, it just started to form kind of like... So that's what he means by horn. It's like, like the nail substance, nail. like thick, kind of... Yeah, it's like, it is like a horse. So I can stop saying horn yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> this growth is by no means confined to those engaged in manual labour. I have felt it on the hands of one of the same race who followed a profession where manual labour was not required. This curious phenomenon seems well worthy of a, a careful investigation by a physiologist. Pity it could not be traced to the seal. We might then be in sight of the missing link. Great. Uh, Great. Uh, many wild tales were told of the offspring of such strange parentage who had webbed hands and feet, but the foregoing will illustrate a once popular belief. It was written too, like, kinkily. Like, it, there was too, he was too excited to write about it. 
Yeah, he was really wanting to talk about Ursula's sex life. That was crazy, huh? He was like, ah, her husband wasn't giving her it, so she went and fucked Theo. <laughs> many, many, many times. He stressed, many. he stressed that they met many times. But if it was every one of her children, did he like come back every... Seventh month? stream. Or did they just do it? Yeah, they must have, eh? Every spring tide. Or, yeah, well, I think they were at it multiple times on each visit. Getting our money's worth. Wow. Getting our tears worth. Did she cry every time? Or he he was like, this is a good enough yeah, arrangement, like, I'll be back. Yeah, I, I want to know that too. Was he, did he enjoy it? <laughs> he must have. Unlike the female Selkies, though, he did not show up to see his kids. He was deadbeat dad. He was not coming back. He was not giving the medical knowledge to his children. Aye, so like Liam said, this is kind of... Like, this story by Denison's like a rationalisation, a, a trait that was seen amongst the islanders. It's kinda, it is the same in Ireland and the Faroe Islands, but there are other explanations. So, the Macodrum clan of the Outer Hebrides became known as the Macodrums of the Seals, as they claimed to be descended from a union between a fisherman and a selkie. This was an explanation for the hereditary growth as well, which resembled flippers. Yeah. Scottish folklorist and antiquarian David McCritchie believed that early settlers in Scotland probably encountered and even married Finnish and Sami women who were misidentified as Selkies because of the sealskin cloven and kayaks that they had made. Yeah, when I read that one, I was like, that's kind of nice. That's kind of like not insane, I guess. That one seems the most kind like they're kind of making like a folklore between these like exotic women that they've yeah. seen who've come out from Finland and they're in boats that resemble seals and the hoods of their jackets and clothes are all seal skin as well so that actually yeah. I can I can go along with that one so they actually do like take seal skin off yeah. to get naked so. yeah and these Scottish men married them so there are other suggested traditions concerning the Selkies that may have been misinterpreted as sightings of the Finmen, which are Inuit people for the Davis Strait. The Inuit wore cloven and kayaks that were both made of animal skins. Could be seals, could be other animals. Both the clothes and the kayaks would lose buoyancy when saturated and would need to be dried out. It is thought the sightings of Inuits divesting right. themselves of their clothing and lying next to the skin on the rocks could have led to the belief in their ability to change into seals. Cool, isn't it? So yeah. that's like kind of like a male silky kind of tradition as well. Yeah, it's also kind of funny because it's like. Scottish people are thick. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's no good to poke fun at people who like lived like a few hundred years ago because we've got the same brains as like early man. So you can't be like these people I know, are thick. It's true. Um, like, they just had less information available. Yeah, so they're just trying to like make sense of something. That That's on them. Like. They should have been born later. Yeah. So there is an anthropologist that has recognised that there's a strong body of lore that indicates that Selkies could be like formed a like folklore around the spirit of people who have drowned in the sea. I think this is kind of similar to um, the Blue Men of the Minch yeah. future episode topic. They're water creatures that are based off of like people who have drowned. Yeah. Um, so that is Selkies folklore that's kind of made to rationalise loads of different things, but. 
for me the the kayaks and the seal skins kind of yeah i like that because it's like all simple <laughs> olden times men they yeah. didn't understand silly goose <laughs> i think it's cute i think it's it really is cute, cute. <laughs> it is cute it's and that story by davison was really good too because i didn't think we were going to hear like a lot of content today for this and then i was like searching like loads of different orcadian websites and came across that story and i was like oh my god that's brilliant um so because i didn't care a lot about selkies i can't mirror about like kelpies i think because they're like bigger in the folklore but you see a lot of like these days like fashion brands and songs and like media today with selkies i think a lot of people like like them but there's no yeah. a lot of folklore out there so it was good to learn a wee bit about that but i that's been our wee episode the day you can follow us on instagram at the creepy wee podcast twitter at the creepy wee pod um Aye. and you can buy merch at the creepy wee podcast.co.uk and if you have any recommendations or any beef with us, you can email us at thecreepybeepodcast oh, at gmail.com. Uh, thanks. Bye. I might kill my Peter. <laughs> it's a bad idea. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.